Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Today, our journey through the series, Adult Children, continues, exploring deeper into the theme of family dynamics and dysfunction. This session titled, Dive Deep, prompts us to confront underlying issues, urging us to break free from barriers and sins, maybe even habits that hinder us from reaching the fulfilling life God intends for us. Join us as we explore the depths and embrace the transformative power of facing these challenges. This program is just a glimpse of what Pastor Ed has to offer. From global missions to his latest inspirational books and daily devotionals, there's something for everyone. You can find all of this and more at edyoung.com. And here's an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Download a free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. With refreshing vulnerability and power, A Path Through Pain shares their family's journey from sorrow and anger to hope and healing after the tragic and sudden loss of their daughter. As they share their incredible perspective, they will inspire and equip you to believe that there is purpose in your pain, even if you can't see that purpose yet. Now, let's get into today's message titled, Dive Deep. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. I was with a good friend of mine, and we were launching a boat in a beautiful, beautiful lake. This lake had the coffee black water, the lily pads, the moss. We'd seen some crazy creatures on the banks. We'd seen the water moccasins, the nutria. We'd seen the big alligator snapping turtles and just kind of a swampy lake. We launched a boat and we're motoring across this body of water. You know how you do when you are in a boat. You kind of look around. Yeah, okay. All of a sudden, we hit something. Now that's a common occurrence, especially in kind of a swampy lake to hit something. And I thought to myself, we'll just keep going. But everything stopped. So we rocked the boat back and forth. Nothing happened. We paddled. Nothing happened. Cranked the motor up. Nothing happened. I'm like, man, we're stuck. Something is up. So I decided to do something. And I acted like it was no big deal, but... In my mind, I was thinking, ooh. I curled my toes over the transom of the boat, dove into the coffee black water, and I swam up underneath the hull of the boat, feeling around for what was messing with us. I was trying to feel around and, and find that, that object or something that, that was keeping us stuck and I touched it, and you think, is it a snake? Is it, I don't know, an alligator? No, 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 wow. It's a massive stump. This stump had literally impaled our boat. We were like a floating shish kebab. It had, it had penetrated 
the fiberglass into the styrofoam. So the more we rock the boat, the more we try to get off of this, we were boring a giant hole in the hull of our boat. And had we continued doing what we did, we would have sunk. But we were stuck out in the middle of this beautiful lake because of an underwater hindrance, this, this stump. Maybe just, maybe I just described your life. Maybe just, maybe, I mean, you don't look like it, but maybe you're stuck. Maybe you want to move along and you know you should function in a different way, but because of your dysfunction, and the reason we all have dysfunction is because we've dissed God's function for our lives. Because of our dysfunction, because of your dysfunction, to personalize it, you're stuck. You can't move. What is that character stump? What is that, that, that thing in your life? Are you, are you man enough? Are you woman enough to curl your toes over the transom of the boat, to dive down deep in the murky, black, critter-infested water and feel that, that stump, to name that stump? I know, it's, I know it's weird. I know it's kind of freaky, but I want to challenge you to do so. In this series, we looked at each other in the first week and said, hey, I can't change. In the second week, we noticed that, yeah, we can't change, but God can change. And then we said to ourselves, Lord, I want to submit my will and my purpose to you. We called it the will barrow step or the Will, W-I-L-L, God's will, Barrow, because God's will for your life and mine is amazing. God wants us to function to his purpose, to do his will. You remember when Jesus taught us how to pray? Jesus said, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It is what it is, right? God's will is perfect in heaven. And those of us who say, I can't change. God, you can change me. I want to submit my life and my will to you, God. Well, what's going on in heaven can happen on earth. Not perfectly, but it can happen. Are you in God's will? Are you in God's purpose? Let's go back to the boat. Are you ready to look at some character stumps that have you stuck the Bible says in John chapter 7, verse 24, it says, look beneath the surface so you can judge correctly. Well, what's the first character stump that all of us deal with? As we dive deep, as we go under the water, as we feel around, the first one is pride. Pride, the precursor, the forerunner of all sin, pride. I can recognize pride in you but I have a hard time recognizing it in myself. Oh, I can see it on social media, but I can't see it on my posts. Oh, that's a humble brag. Oh, I, can, I can't believe she would post that or he would post that. Man, they have a pride problem. So in this series, I want us to have more thumbs than fingers. At Fellowship Church, that's what I love about Fellowship. 
We're not a finger-pointing church. It's more about the thumb. It's like Lisa and I lived in a neighborhood years ago, and the houses on the neighborhood in the neighborhood were, were, were nice, you know? They were, they were cool. But there was one house that was totally junked out, full of crap. And I called the people, although I never met them, Jim and Jill Junkster. They had jibbledy junk everywhere. You know what I'm saying to you? Those people that just had too much going on. I wanted to go over there and say, have you ever just looked around? Have you ever just noticed how junky your house is? It looks like, looks like a flea market in Canton, Texas, man. It looks bad. Clean your act up. But see, I'd be an idiot to do that. I have to take care of my own yard, my own house, my own situation. So I know it's tempting to think about your husband or your father or your ex or your boss or your coworker or your teammate or your teacher, but think about yourself. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 40, let us examine our ways. The Bible implores us to do so and test them and let us return to the Lord. The ride of pride. See, pride comes before all sin. I can't lust until, first of all, I'm prideful. I say, you know what? My sexual function is my deal. It's not yours, God's. So I lust, and I have a God-given desire that goes haywire. The Bible says about pride something very, very real. It says in Proverbs 16, verse 18, pride goes before destruction. A haughty spirit goes before a fall. Could it be that you have a pride situation? You are listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We're halfway through today's incredible message, Dive Deep, and we hope it's been an inspirational part of your day. As we pause for a moment, we want to thank you for joining us and for your continued support. This ministry, focused on sharing the gospel, is possible because of listeners like you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting The Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain. This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's word and bring hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Now let's continue today's message, Dive Deep. You are listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. This message is, is, is tough, I'm telling you. The first three steps, okay, I can deal with that, but when it, when it talks about doing a sinventory, that's step four, really getting into that deep and, and dark and dirty water and finding the character stump of pride or maybe the second one, envy, envy. I wrote a book years ago and the title is Fatal Distractions. And one of the chapters I wrote about was this sin called envy, envy. You know, you hear someone is green with envy. We look at people with that envious eye. We're, we're envious, you know, uh, uh, over someone else's spouse or portfolio or house or influence or, 
or, or their gifts. We're gonna find out that envy and greed are twins, ugly twins. U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, ugly twins. I mean, greed is a sin, but envy is on the H-N-L, a whole nother level. I'm gonna bring back that. I haven't said it for a long time, but you know, with the whole millennial crowd, what's old is new. What's old school is new school. Let's say it again. How another level. Envy, envy, envy. I think about the Bible. I, I think about Saul. Remember when Saul saw David? David had just defeated Goliath. He was blowing up on social media, trending on social media, all these clicks, all these likes, all these followers. And Saul looked at him, and the Bible says he looked at David with that eye of envy. Envy is, I want what you have. And when I'm envious, I'm always comparing myself with others. So when I'm envious, this is just me, usually I feel discouraged. Sometimes I'm just discouraged when I'm envious. I'm like, man, they're better than me. They're just better. Well, man, I feel bad. I'm not that talented. I'm the no count. <laughs> or I compare myself with others and I say, <laughs> man, I'm better than them. Oh, I'm a lot better than her. Oh, I'm be yes, I'm better than that. Envy takes us to dark places. Could you be dealing with this pride? Maybe you're dealing with, with this this desire to hear the words you never heard growing up. You're great at that. You're good at doing that. I love you. Maybe pride is that character stump. Maybe it's envy. Maybe you grew up in a very competitive family of origin and you think I've got to always belittle someone because when I belittle someone, I feel better about myself. Maybe you dress to belittle others. Maybe you talk to belittle others, and it's a sinister way of, of being envious. And then I think about another character stuff. There's another one. I mean, I know it's negative, but it's going to get positive, I promise you. Anger. Anger is another one. Anger. Maybe anger is driving you. Anger. Anger. Everybody's outraged these days. Have you noticed that? Everybody's outraged. Everybody's angry. I was reading this past week online of all the different groups that are angry. And I promise you, there's, there's, there's the outrage of the knitting association. You think I'm kidding? There, there's, the, there's the outrage of coaches, the, the outrage of teachers, of course, the outrage of lawyers and and, and preachers, and everybody's just outraged. Everybody's angry, you know? And we even have groups that are outraged about all the outrage that's going on. It's like our culture's cutting its teeth now on, on being outraged. Anger is an easy emotion. I'm, I'm just, I just get angry easy. It's just easy. It's, it's a secondary emotion. Did you know that? It's not the primary emotion. Go back to Saul. I mentioned him earlier. Saul instead of feeling insecure, instead of absorbing that, wow, you know, I'm gonna run in my own lane and be my own guy, what did Saul do? Saul jumped to anger. Saul tried to kill David over 
anger. Anger, it's, a, it's an easy emotion. What do we do with anger? Maybe you grew up in a family and maybe you have learned how to do anger like your family of origin. Some people suppress anger. We Tupperware anger. We put it away and put it in the fridge and it's there for four or five months, maybe four or five years. Then one day we open it. Where did that come from? Or some of us just express it. Yeah, we handle it gunslinger style. Who knows that song? Oh, that's for the 45 and over crowd. Yeah, if you don't know that, I'm, I'm telling you, you're talking about some great movies. Those spaghetti westerns with Clint Eastwood, I love those things. You can kind of see the sweat, hear the flies. I, I love those. The cigar, you can just, I mean, we just don't make movies like that anymore. Anyway, I was thinking about those movies. So, <laughs> but some of us handle anger that way. We just rage on people, rage on our spouse, rage on our kids, rage at work. We just love rage. It's the age of rage. The mood is rude. I just get angry. How do you deal with lust? Are you dropping those comments to find the lust quotient in other people? Do you, do you, do you find yourself in this situation where you're functioning your way and you're not functioning God's way. I'm here to tell you that you do sex God's way and great things will happen. But if you don't, I mean, read the secular stats on this stuff, friends. It's dark and deep and dirty and nasty. So no wonder half of the marriages are ending in Divorce. No wonder the mayhem due to divorce and abuse and addiction. Slothfulness. What's a sloth? It's a slow-moving, tree-dwelling creature. The sloth. I love this next verse. Check it out. As the what? Say. As the there you go. As the door. It's better than my sound effect right there. And I'm not being envious. As the door turneth upon his hinges. I just thought I would kind of go with it. So doth the slothful upon his beddeth. So a lot of people deal with slothfulness. I'm, I'm not talking about sloppiness. Well, I guess you could say that, but really it's sloppiness. Like, the sloth always says, oh, yesterday, ah, tomorrow. Oh, you must be talking about tomorrow or yesterday. Well, how about today? No, no, that's yesterday or tomorrow. They just kind of skim over things. They make decisions of Comfort, soft commitments, you know what I'm saying to you? They, 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 they never really complete the task. They have all these dreams and all these unfinished projects. Could that, could that be 
stalling you, keeping you from cruising. I left you hanging because I left myself and my friend out in the middle of the lake. You're going, what happened? We were trapped, we were stuck. I swam up under the boat, felt this giant stump, felt the hole in our hull. I told my friend, I go, listen, you go to the opposite side of the boat, I'm gonna dive to the bottom of this lake and I'm gonna come up as hard as I can and push this boat off the stump and I think it'll work. He was like, okay, bro. I dove down and when my feet hit the bottom, I mean, yeah. I like the outdoors, but I'm like, what is down here? You know, you never know. When you can't see, that freaks me out, man. I'm like, oh my gosh. So, and, and there's lily pads all up in my shoulders, this stuff and little, you know, leeches and stuff. And, and I'm like, wham! So I go up and push as hard as I could. The boat wasn't that big. I mean, we're not talking about a giant boat. But I was able to get it off of the stick up, boom, crawl back in the boat, and we cruised across the lake. I did several things, things that I am going to challenge you to do. I got out of the boat and stopped the shenanigans of just on the surface paddling and cranking the motor up and rocking the boat. I got out of the boat, in the water, found the character stump. Then I told my friend about it. That's your homework. Your homework is James chapter five, verse 16. Therefore, anytime you see therefore, always ask, what's it there for, God? Okay, confess your sins to who? We didn't say that with much conviction. I thought it was just, I thought it was just God and I. Come on, Ed. You're, that's, that's the first thing. That's the first thing. But the second thing, the Bible says, confess your sins to someone with skin on. Mm. Okay, therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for who? so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. The prayer, the prayer, the prayer, prayer. So confess one of your deadly hangups. Which one is it? Just write down. Now somebody who is a mentor, somebody who is spiritually mature, maybe in your small group, maybe a pastor, maybe a Christian counselor. Here's what I do when I'm prideful. When I'm prideful in this meeting, I say, when I'm prideful, just write it down. Here's what I post. Whatever it is, say it. When you're specific, you'll be prolific. So often we want deliverance from our own prayer requests. Did you get that? Proverbs 28, 13, whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. Stop your paddling. Stop cranking the motor. Dive overboard. Tell God about it and a friend about it. And you'll be free. Free. Indeed. 
Thank you for being with us today on The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We trust this message has not only challenged you, but also brought comfort, knowing that God has a purpose and plan for your life despite the circumstances you've endured. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. Join us next time as we extend our journey through the series, Adult Children. The upcoming session titled, Take Out the Trash, promises to be both challenging and eye-opening. In our discussion, we'll confront our issues, collectively urging each other to actively pursue progress and growth. Don't miss this opportunity for insight and encouragement. Stay connected with us at edyoung.com for more enriching content and opportunities to be a part of what God is doing through the Creative Connection. Thanks for listening. Until next time, God bless.